Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, December 28, 2015, and this is the ride. It is a treacherous travel day today. I planned to not take this day for work and I took a vacation day because I am headed right now to a funeral of a pastor that I once sat under back in the day. And I am, but it's treacherous because we've got icy rain conditions and uh, so it's kind of slow going right now. I hope your holidays went well. Merry Christmas to all of you. I don't know how much I'm going to be doing this podcast during the holiday break here. We'll see. But uh, if I don't catch you, have a happy, happy new year. As I'm driving through this, I realize that my environment that I'm in right now has become more treacherous than it was just a day ago causes me to change my behavior. I can't drive these roads like I normally do. The conditions have changed. Have you gone through a part of your life where the conditions have changed? We know that change is a part of life, so it's almost a done deal that you are going to experience some change at some point. And you might be resting on your relationship with the Lord as it is to go through what you're going through. But then things change. The environment changes. It causes the walk to be difficult. It causes the ride to be more treacherous. In fact, I'm watching right now and I see a lot of cars coming the opposite way on the highway and they're crawling here. That tells me that either there's a whole lot of cautious people there or there's a patch of black ice that I don't have on this side of the highway which is kind of amazing because I mean it's just 60 feet away so your your consequence your uh, not consequences your conditions on your path might vary from the conditions on my path so you got to handle it How am I doing it on this road? I'm remembering all the things that I learned that were ingrained in me when, well, with my experience driving roads like this and also things I learned about these kind of roads and what to do when a semi is about to blast past you in the turning lane or in the passing lane. Just stay your course. And what to do when he's locking up his brakes and like flipping into your lane. Now that's a tricky thing. Okay, dude. Nice and easy, please. Thank you. Holy moly. Okay. Now I know why he was passing me. Well, it's good that I see a salt truck ahead. That's helping to keep my, my road in good shape. You know, this would be even more treacherous at nighttime, right? So we've got light. I've got light right now so I can see well. I can see the road ahead. I can see when things are getting a little bit dicey. So light is good to have. 
And then of course I'm coming up on this salt truck. And salt steadies that footing, doesn't it? Thank you so much, Mr. Salt Man. Mr. Salt Man, clear out my roads. Salt and light need to be in operation so you can get to your destination. Regardless of the precipitation. So do this without hesitation. And we will be a fearless nation. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Well, here's another thing you got to do. Do your own path, but be aware around be aware of those around you. I just watched this semi just about skid off the road. And that that did a little bit of something to my uh, to my driving. It caused me to go into ultra caution mode. Now here's the thought. You know that over the last couple months I've mentioned that we, we know a couple of people that are going through a, a separation in their marriage. And I, I really hope that it doesn't end up in divorce. But I see this, and my wife is seeing this too. And it's like we're viewing the semi that's veering off the road. And we look right at each other, and we say, let's not have that happen to us. Do you know what I'm saying? Married people, listen up. There's an attack on marriage right now. I don't know why, but Christy and I have noticed it. And it's not immune to church folk. This is where we're seeing it happen. Married people, open your eyes and remember the vow you made to your partner in sickness and in health till death do us part. You may or may not have been a Christian at the time you were married, but you made a vow, a covenant with your partner. And unless there is something ultra severe going on in that marriage relationship, you're, you're to remain devoted, preferring the other one to yourself. That's what the Bible says. Can I, I feel like I can promise this to you, that if you prefer the other person, and it's got to be both ways, obviously. If, if only one person prefers the other person, uh, we're going to have a lot of uh, abuse, a lot of uh, playing of games. But if both people are seeking to prefer the other, you're in a good spot. I think the, the one of the sad things about the internet it brings the whole world right into your phone. You can see what's going on all around the world right now, instantly. You can see where marriages are torn apart and it seems like the people are so much happier after it happens. And of course, they're justifying their behavior. And it's, it's selling us a lie. Marriages that are doing this just 
because, oh, I just don't love that person anymore. Well, you know what? Love, then, you didn't marry that person. You didn't con commit to loving that person. You just committed to seeking that good feeling that you got when you were with that other person. It's a selfish thing. The road is icy up ahead, my friends. And let me be the semi that's doing the horn at you and saying, look, you gotta wake up. If you're starting to sense any kind of attraction or desire, and this doesn't have to be a physical or sexual or anything like that, it can be an emotional desire. You know, that person makes me feel better on the inside than my spouse does. Man, you better be awfully careful. I'm hitting my horn hoping that you'll wake up. I don't want you to be that semi running off the road. I hear the people that are in the, in the middle of this stuff. How do I know? Because I got the internet on my phone. I can see what's going on. I can see how people justify their actions. I can see how they justify how this is making things better for their kids. Bullshit, sorry. I said it. I said it. Sometimes I have to say... Sometimes I have to say it. That is double deep bull. And all that tells me, because I've been through it, and I believe that God's hand helped me through it, but I was a kid in a broken home. And I can tell you, especially, this is what gets me the most. These are people that I see in these breakups where they really ought know better. I, I don't, I don't, uh, well, I shouldn't say that because I'm not, I can't be the judge of people. I don't know what's on their, on their inside, what their thinking is. But, but I can say that they've been in the family of the Lord and they've been hearing teaching that's reminding them of the very thing I'm reminding you us all right now you know with the quick internet get anything you want watch any movie you want right now instantly get what you want right now do you notice the word I kept using you 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 makes this technology nowadays makes things very selfish it could I'm a little bit up in arms about this one, as you can tell. I I feel for the I feel for the couple who are going through this kind of thing. But I feel more for the kids who are in the wake of it. You know, one month mommy and daddy loved them. And then one month things changed. See? Change happens for them too. And I, I hope, I pray, that these kids who have hopefully been brought up in the family of the Lord continue to rest on the Lord during this process. And that they find that He is their strength and that, yes, Mommy and Daddy are human just like the rest of the world and they make mistakes too. 
I feel like I need to pray right now for these kids. Can you join me? And if you're going through a, a tough time in your marriage and you have children, I want you to think about your kids right now, okay? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are a unifying force in the world today. You bring people together. You bring people who were far from you to you. You've made this possible. So that's what you're about. You're not about division. You're about covenant relationship. And Lord, I'm asking that these children that are in these relationships, in these families that are having difficulty, I pray that you would speak into their lives in a way that is absolutely glorifying to you, in a way that is absolutely beyond their human capability, but is completely heaven-inspired. I pray, Lord, that they have words of wisdom in the situation. I pray that they will speak to the parents in a way that is so much more mature than they are given credit for, and that you will be glorified in that conversation. And the enemy who spews lies, we take authority over those lies that are spoken, and we cast down those untruths. We cast them down and we give them no weight, no bearing in those situations that we're aware of. And it might even be our own situation. The lies of our enemy have no weight. We declare by the blood of Jesus that those words have no weight. And Lord, as we look into your word, we trust that your word is true and that your words have the weight that we need. That you will never leave us or forsake us. And just like you will never leave us or forsake us, help us, Lord, to be that way for our covenant spouse, that we will never leave or forsake them or the children that are the product of that union. Whatever the lies of the enemy are, reveal the lie to us, Lord. Reveal the fault that has been in our own thinking. And Lord, we submit to your will, just like we prefer the, our spouse over our own lives. We want to prefer you over lies that are in the world around us. Because Lord, even though things change, our circumstances change day to day, and we need to rely on you in deeper and new ways, I do know this, Lord, that you don't change. You're a constant in our life. The winds of doctrine and the winds of thought and opinion change. And what the world says is appropriate for a marriage, that changes, but Lord, you don't change. Help to remind us all of that, Lord. Help to remind us that, I mean, I'm just getting a sense right now people that that no matter where you are in your relationship with your spouse no matter where you are you might think that things are just too far gone I have a sense and I'm not just saying this I hope you know this I'm not just saying this this is a real 
spirit feeling that I've got right now that God is saying that there is nothing that can't be brought back together again. You need to believe that today. There is nothing that can stand in the way of truth and the truth of the Lord. He is there. He will not forsake you. He will not forsake you and the union of you and your spouse. He will not forsake it. Seek Him first. If you seek Him first, you will want to prefer the other person. I just hopped out of that prayer pretty quick there, didn't I? Let's get back to prayer and then we'll finish it up. Lord, thank you that you reveal things like this to us. Right now, we dedicate our lives to you. If we haven't done that in a while, Lord, today we're wanting to do that. Lord, today we want to live for you. We want to live the ultimate will that you have for us. We want to live it fully. And we know that that will bring restoration to relationships. So that's what we want to do today, Lord. Help to remind us about the things that cause us to fall in love with the spouse in the first place. But then also remind us about the things that we've decided that we're going to do, preferring the other person. So even though they may bother us at times, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, that warrants breaking of that covenant vow. Help us, Lord, in this. We know that we need your help. In Jesus' name, we declare victory. Amen. All right, so some of us needed to hear that. I would say if you're married, we all needed to hear that. So you stay in that word, and you live in your household in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And live in such a way that the world sees that you are relying on the Lord your God for everything, no matter what the circumstance, and no matter what the season in your life, God is a restoring God and brings unity. Amen, all right. And I will see you on the flip.